Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. Hello and welcome to Coaching You Through. Today's podcast is about secrets. The title of the podcast is Can You Keep a Secret? So I want to talk about three types of secrets and they're all a little different but there's a lot of crossover too. Um, The first one is secrets we keep for others, right? This has happened to all of us where, you know, a friend comes up and says, hey, did you hear this or did you hear that? They go, all right, I'll tell you, but you have to keep it a secret. Most of the time it's fairly benign, right? Um, It's something that someone said or something that someone did that like no one knows. and, And the net effect is that it's harmless. Um, once in a while, there might be some secret that someone comes up and tells you, and it's, you know, very personal or sort of some sort of family dynamic. And if you were to unravel that secret, it could have, you know, consequences that no one really wants to deal with at that time. Um, but yeah, these, these are things that we've all done, right? And we all have these secrets. Um... You were probably asked to keep a secret, you know, years ago, and you've forgotten. Um, I I know of cases where people kept a secret for so long they forgot it was a secret, and then they mentioned it in another setting, and you know it was upsetting. It wasn't the end of the world, but um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where again, most of the time, it's fairly benign. Um, people ask us to do that and it's a way of of both sort of testing and defining um, some aspect of the relationship that says that you two are in league that you understand each other that you have a relationship built on a certain amount of trust and so they're saying hey I really can't hold this in myself I'd like to tell someone else I want to tell you but I need you to keep it you know under wraps um, uh, and you know you can question that whole scenario if you want but but again I think I think those secrets are fairly benign for the most part then there's also secrets we keep to ourselves and um, I'm reminded of the movie was this is 40 and the uh, the the actor who played the dad in the movie uh, was Paul Rudd, and he was a closeted snacker, uh, if I recall correctly. He used to like to snack on cupcakes all the time, um, uh, and he, he also would, in order to get alone time from sort of the noise of the family, he would go into the bathroom with his iPad and he would play games while he was just sitting there in the bathroom for long periods of time. Um, uh, and again, I think for the most part, right, these things are fairly benign. I mean, if you are, I'm going to pick on you, if you're a closeted smoker, 
right? You, you, no one knows that you smoke or they think that you quit and you're constantly going back and, and uh, you know, having a cigarette here and there or wherever you can fit it in. Um, is that an earth shattering secret? You know, something that, you know, the world's going to fall apart? No. Um, is it going to be damaging to other people? Not directly. But it is damaging to you, right? I mean, if you're doing that and you know that cigarettes, you know, are deadly in and, um, you know, cause a lot of ill health and, and diseases or have been known to cause ill health and diseases and you're doing that, then that's something that's detrimental to you, right? Um, and while it might be a well-kept secret from others, it is the case that you're harming yourself, right? Benign to a large extent, but harmful and damaging, you know, on a personal level. So that's another type of secret, right? Um, the kinds that we keep to ourselves. Again, you know, uh, the example of the movie that are, you know, somewhat comical that you maybe you hide in the bathroom so you can play Candy Crush or whatever game it is. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you don't like, you know, animals, pets, cats, or dogs, right? But you, you tolerate it because other people do. Um, and you kind of keep that secret to yourself. Maybe you're afraid of things. I, I know a story of someone who um, would avoid anything to do with horses because they had a negative experience when they were a child. They went horseback riding. They fell off the horse, but not completely, and they were dragged uh, for a bit of time. Uh, they lived, really no injuries. Um, but again, just, you know, quietly they're afraid of horses. And it makes sense, given their situation. But the last category I want to talk about is secrets we keep from ourselves, right? And these are a little trickier because, again, there's not sort of an outside world, you know, um, you know, significant impact that, that can be felt in a direct way. Um, but there's an impact. And I, I think these secrets, unlike the other two categories, are by and large not benign. Um, by and large, they're not innocent little secrets. Um, you know, you might be telling yourself that you love your job when you hate it. But it's just positive self-talk to get you in the door on Monday and keep you there all week. Um, you might have, you know, a, a, a secret that says that, a secret you keep from yourself that, that says you're afraid of, of, of trying new things. You might have a, a secret that, that says that you feel inadequate. Uh, and you feel incapable of doing things and that you don't know what to do um, or that everyone else is better than you but you pretend, right, uh, when you're in front of other people. These things are are not um, maybe as dramatically uh, damaging as, say, telling some, you know, 
secret about you know a family member that kind of unravels everything in the in the family unit but they're really damaging to you right they're damaging to your self-concept um, oftentimes these secrets are papered over with fear um, they're papered over with shame uh, with regret and none of these emotions come from a place that serves us, that, that helps us to be better every day. Um, these are things that hold us back. They make us show up small in the world. Um, they lead us to either not try things that we, we're really interested in, or to do so in such a half-hearted way that it would automatically be a failure. Um, and, and they really really can be soul crushing. So for these type of secrets, I think it's really important that A, you find a safe space to acknowledge them. And then B, you need support, right? Um, you're going to need someone to help you to see, right, what this thing is that, that's, that you're keeping so bottled up. And why you're keeping it so bottled up? What are you avoiding in terms of a feeling um, or some perceived, you know, event that would cause you to keep this thing so bottled up inside of you, right? Um, and, and those two things are absolutely necessary because you might only be able to to recognize or to access the fear or the shame or the regret and not really understand fully that there is this thing, this story that you tell only to yourself, right? That is crushing you on the inside and hurting you in such a way that it pulls you further and further away from, from having full and fulfilling relationships. It pulls you further and further away from engaging in life in a way that is dynamic and and uh, self-reassuring and, and vivacious enough to add not only to your life but to other people's lives. And you need someone to be there for you for when those emotions come up to help you to process those emotions, um, to help you to understand that you can feel those emotions, feel them fully in your body and that they won't destroy you. They will hurt. <laughs> they will suck. But they won't kill you. And when you come out on the other side of that experience with that safe container, that safe space, and with that support, you're going to be stronger for it. And you're going to be able to look at that story that you've told yourself for so long and realize that that does not have to be true. That you can change that story if it was true, or if it's been a lie all along, right? And you've held that lie closely and kept it a secret, right? And internalized it, right? You can release that thing and be free of it forever. Um, one of the things we do in life coaching is to help with these kinds of things, right? these small T traumas, um, these things that really um, cause you to be impotent when it comes to engaging in life fully and, and, and 
living with a courage that you need in order to try new things and to, to look at the, the job that you hate and say, I just don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to try something else and to have the courage to do it, um, but also to have someone there to help you with the skill set and a plan to accomplish it. And that's what I'd like to do for you as a coach. I uh, have several clients that I'm helping with all these areas of their lives, including this. Sometimes we don't even know when we start working that there's a secret in there. But in working together, we uncover it. We expose it. We face it. And we conquer it together. And lives are better for it. So, um, in this new year, I'd like to help you with that. If you are looking for help with anything in that realm, uh, contact me at Daryl at CoachingYouThrough.com. Thanks. Take care. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coaching you through with the letter U dot com.